Moed Cotton Chavtes Amid Aleph. It's the last, uh, the last Omer, the last Daf on, on Moed Cotton. Uh, and its journey and destination, Lech Lesholem. There's the famous Chazal that Rashi brings in Vayeshev. Bikesh Yaakov Leshev Beshalva, you remember. Yaakov wanted to retire. He'd got to a point where he wanted to take it easy. Kafatz Halav Shel Yosef. And then the trauma of Yosef attacked him. Tzadikim bevakshim leshev b'shalva, omer ha-kadosh baruch hu, lo dayan ha-tzadikim ma'ashem mitukan lahem lo'elam haba. Is it not sufficient for the tzadikim, what's organized for them for olam haba? Ela shem bevakshim leshev b'shalva be'olam hazeh, they also want to take it easy in olam hazeh. This is not the time to take it easy. There's plenty of time to take it easy. I remember once when I was taking care of Eli Alopian, he was already very old. And I was trying to persuade him to take a nap. It was after Minka, he'd had a bite of lunch, and, I, and he seemed very tired, and I was trying to encourage him to take a nap. And he yelled at me in the voice that only Rebellia could yell in. Rebellia's voice used to, used to shatter windows. Sometimes when he used to give a schmooze in the base of Medrash, the window used to shatter from the piercing note of, the, of his voice. Uh, and he used that voice. And he said to me, you're young, you can go and rest, you've got time. What are you telling me to take? Well, I've got one foot in the grave. I'll never forget him saying. And you're telling me to use my time to, to nap, to rest? What's wrong with you? Uh, you go and rest. Leave me alone. Uh, and that, and that, it's a little bit, a little bit like that. And the Shabbat Shalom, a tzaddik who wants to take it easy on Alam Hazer as well, wants to go on a cruise, he wants to lie on the beach, he wants to go into retirement. This is not the place for that. There's plenty of time to do that afterwards. This is not the time for it. And that's the topic of this last piece of Gemara in Moed Kotn, although the Gemara doesn't reference this Chazal at all. What the Gemara talks about is Omar Rabbi Levi, Bar Chaisa, Anifta min hamet lo yomar lo lech l'shalom ela lech b'shalom, Anifta min hachai lo yomar lo lech b'shalom ela lech l'shalom. Be careful when you're, when you're addressing the, the, a dead person, which we do at, at a Leviah, to use the term go in peace, not go to peace. And when you're nifta from a person, when you take your leave from a person, a person's going on, on a trip traveling, like we say in the Tfilas HaDerech, Tolicheni L'Sholom, L'Sholom, go to peace, not in peace. So for a dead person, you say go in peace. For a live person, you say go to peace. Why? Because when David said to Av Shalom, Lech B'Shalom, look what happened, he got himself hung, he died. When Yitro said to Moshe, Lech Lishalom, go to peace, not go in peace. Halach v'itzliach, look what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu after that. And of course the difficulty in the Gemara is, what, what, what is the role of this greeting? Are we suggesting that the language you use for your greeting is, determines the future of the person? Uh, in yesterday's show, we talked about, about fate and, and de- predetermination and free will and so on. Uh, here, are we suggesting, I understand that Hashem controls my future, but does it mean also that depending on the greeting you give me, because David said, Lech B'Shalom, is that why Avshalom got hang- hanged? Because Yisrael said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Lech L'Shalom, is that why you, Moshe Rabbeinu had Hatzloche? It's a very strange Gemara. That's, that's where we have to dig for the Matmonim. You would look for something that's strange and surprising that doesn't make sense. That's where you dig for the Matmon. The, um, the Ran seems to say, what the Ran was saying to me this morning was, don't overthink the Matmon on this one. Just t- take it easy. Because the Ibn Ezra, he brings an Ibn Ezra, which, uh, which uh, I'm not sure even where it is. It's brought in the Sefer Amichtam, but it's, uh, we, it's not, on, not on Chumash. Where the Ibn Ezra says, 
This is for people who take notice of these things that are a bit superstitious and so on. Be careful what words you use. But if it's a non, not a superstitious, superstitious person, you don't have to worry about it at all, which is so strange. Now, the Ibn Ezra is, is a strange uh, Rishon, and, uh, and, and he gets attacked left, right, and center by other Rishonim, especially the Ramban. But you see the Ramban learns him meticulously. So although he's, he's attacked, he's not discounted. Being attacked by a Rishon is an incredible honor. Um, being attacked by an Akron is an incredible honor. They took the trouble to learn you and understand you and attack you. It's when they ignore you that it's an insult. So the Ibn Ezra certainly wasn't ignored by the Rishonim. He was taken very, very seriously. But he's wild because he's a Kabbalist and he, and he brings his Kabbalah in and he's a philosopher. He's a, he's a man who traveled enormously, not because he wanted to, but he knew what traveling was. He lived in Europe, and then he lived in Spain, and then he went to North Africa and, and lived in all the different communities in North Africa, and then went back to Spain, and then went back to Europe. He, he moved around a fortune, and, and, and one sees all of that um, in, in his almost troubled thinking, in his searching, in his, in his innovation. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. So that the Ibn Ezra would say something like that, I can understand, but the run is a super rationalist, and the run quotes the Ibn Ezra. So we, we've got to say that the, the, that's why I said, the run is kind of say, look, the Ibn Ezra says this is about superstition. Then there's some people who get affected by it. So be careful how you speak to people because they link it. Oh, you said Leich B'Sholem. Look what happened when, when David said Leich B'Sholem to, to, to Shalom. So they, get, they don't like it, so be careful. But it's very difficult. We see from the Mashor, from Shemishim Rafael Hirsch and other Achronim, we see that this, this is a very serious piece of Gemara with a lot of, a, a lot of Chidush in it. And what is the... What is the Chiddush? What's really important in, in this piece of Gemara is that, that life is a journey. And the destination is Olam Haba. We don't get to the final destination until afterlife. As long as we're alive, we're journeying. The nature of journey is discomfort. I know we like to make it easier and we try to travel business class or first class or we, and we travel and stay in beautiful hotels. We try and make traveling easier. But everybody has commented during the time of the pandemic or with all the difficulty that it has entailed, but one thing, at least I didn't have to travel so much. Um, and you see, we like to travel for, for, for vacation, but whenever you're traveling, they're packing up and the unpacking and the airports and the lines and the queues and sitting in a plane, whether it's first class or it's not, it's all uncomfortable. And that's the nature of journeying. Journeying is discomforting. That, that's its nature. But it's a prerequisite to get to a destination. You can't get to a destination without a journey. And that's a metaphor for everything in life. You can't get to the next point without traveling. And travel is discomforting. So you want to get to the next point of, of, um, of achievement, of accomplishment, of learning, of midot, of business, of, uh, uh, of academic excellence, of politics, whatever. Any area you want to get to the next, I was talking to a client yesterday whose whole life is built on the fact that where you are today is the worst place you're going to be for the rest of your life if you're on a trajectory of growth. Then you've got to see today as the, as the worst place that you're ever going to be at because from tomorrow you're going to be at a better place because you're growing and growing. And he's a driven person to always be growing, always be improving himself and the people around him because around him, that is life. Life is growth. When you're not growing, you're not living. And, and, and you can't be stagnant. An organism has to be growing. And growth means you're better, you're further tomorrow than you are today, which means you're on a journey. 
and journeying is, discomfort, is discomforting. So to say to a living person, Lech B'Shalom is a contradiction in terms. May your journey be peaceful. Then what kind of a journey is it if it's peaceful? How can you have a peaceful journey? A journey is hectic. That's the nature of a journey. And we discussed on Daf Chofalaf on Medalaf when we spoke about uh, that a novel is not allowed to learn, learn Torah. And we spoke about the discomfort of being in a place of question. And part of the difficulty with our learning nowadays is we don't stay in the question long enough. We're quickly, we're looking for the answers and we're Googling and we're checking and we're looking up and we're finding the answers. It's okay to have a kasha. It's okay to leave at Tzorich Iyun. How often does Tosfus end off with a Tzorich Iyun? How often does Rabbi Kiva Eger end off with a Tzorich Iyun? This, one has to think about this. I don't have an answer right now. It's a wonderful place to be. I have a question and I don't have an answer. That discomfort enables journeying. It means I'm thinking, I'm moving, I'm troubled. If one isn't troubled, one isn't moving. If one doesn't see the contradictions and the paradoxes, there isn't an opportunity to move to try and resolve them. A thinking person is a troubled person. One's always thinking. It doesn't mean that you're a distressed person, but your mind is, is thinking and there's, and, there's, and there's a troubling aspect of it. That is the nature of, of journeying. So you don't say to a living person, Lech b'shalom, may your journey be in peace. You don't say that. Have a peaceful journey. You don't say that. You say, Lech l'shalom, may your destination be in peace. May you get to resolution. May you arrive safely at where you want to go. You talk about the destination, you don't talk about the journey. But for a person who's passed away, there the important thing is the journey. He's going to be in Olam Ahmed. He doesn't have to worry about, about, about that. What's important is that the journey should be one that is peaceful and one that isn't hard. The Gemara just before this part talks about how difficult it is for the Neshama to leave the guf. For the soul to leave the body is not easy. So one can say, Lech B'Shalom, may your journey to the next world be a peaceful journey. But that's the only journey you want to be peaceful. The other journeys of our lives, we don't want them to be peaceful. Now, peace is also not a great translation of the word Shalom. Shalom means Shalem, Shlemut, where you've got resolution. Shlemut is you see it all, you see the whole picture, it's integrated. That's really, Shlemut means, Shalom means integration. And you don't have integration when you're traveling. Your mind is all over the place. Your body is all over the place. You don't have integration until you get to your destination. And each destination you get to is just the stepping stone for the next destination. That's what life is. So with human beings, we say, Lech l'shalom. Not Lech l'shalom. Go to a place of peace. But of course, to get there, you're going to have a lot of ups and downs on the way. You'd better know that. That's what, that's what journeying is. That's the reality of life. And in fact, the harder your discomfort, the better your resolution. The more you struggle with the journey, the more you celebrate the arrival. There's a, there's, a, there's a correlation between the two. And we're not teaching that to our children, and we're not teaching that to ourselves enough. The struggle is important. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal the day before yesterday on the fact that we're not teaching the struggle enough, the value of the struggle, and how in the struggle lies the seed for the outcome. And without the struggle, there isn't outcome. The, um, I often say, if you swim with the stream, with the current in a river, you get to where you're going much faster. And, and you're less exhausted when you get there, but you've built no muscle. It's done nothing for you. And if you get to your destination and your journey wasn't a struggle, then you know different when you get there. It's just a change of place, but you know different. It's in the struggle of the journey and the planning and the thinking and the doing of, of life that you actually develop 
the capacity to enjoy and to accomplish something in the outcome which you couldn't have accomplished where you were before. And that's what daily journeying is, to be going to a place where you can accomplish things and see things and understand things that you couldn't have understood yesterday because you weren't the same person yesterday. You hadn't been on the, on the journey yesterday. And that becomes um, uh, uh, terribly important. The... Um, What's also interesting to know is even that with the person who's dying, we say, Lech le shalom, go to a place of, of, of peace. And yet the Gemara tells us quite clearly, Don't think that that shalom in Olam Abba means retirement. Bad news, guys. There's no retirement in this world. And if you're thinking, when I get to Olam Abba, then I can retirement, says Rav Barashi in the name of Rav, there's no menucha in the next world either. And so on. And Rashi says, What will you be doing in Olam Abba? You'll be going from one yeshiva to the next, from one base hamedrash to the next, from one learning session to the next. And, and to me, that's what, what, what Shamayim is and what Gehenim is. Imagine a person who's never developed a taste for learning. And now you go to, to heaven, and what is your what, what happens there for the rest of eternity? You're listening to shiurim. You're going from shir to shir, from besamedrash to besamedrash, from yeshiva to yeshiva. That's Gehenna for a person who hasn't developed a taste for learning. That's what we're here for, is to develop a curiosity and a taste and a desire for learning so that we come to Olam HaEmes. All we want is to learn more and more because that's what we're going to be doing. There's no rest there either. So this Bikesh Shalva, it's not only not to look for rest and tranquility in this world, but in the world to come as well, it's not going to be there. There'll be Shalom, there'll be Shlemut, there'll be resolution, there'll be clarity. But there's not going to be retirement. That's not going to be happening either. That's because part of life, whether it's life in this world or life in the world to come, is the tension that, that's created by paradox and by contradiction. There's a difference between tension and stress. Stress is negative. If the strings of a violin are stressed, they snap. You can't play music. But if there's no tension in the strings of a violin, you also can't play music. And that's what life is. We don't want stress, but we do want tension. We don't want complacency. We don't want comfort. We want the discomfort not of stress. There are two types of discomfort. The discomfort of stress and the discomfort of tension. And tension creates energy. That's what we want. We want that tension. And it's in Olama Emet as well. We're going to have that level of tension. The um, uh, Rabbi Lichtenstein, one of the great Hamidei Chachomim of our time, no longer alive, as you know, Rosh Hashiv in, in Gush, son-in-law of, uh, of Yoshebeh Soloveitchik, a great human being in, in Midas and in, in Chochmah and in Torah, when he used to teach the Rashi with which we started, Yeshev, Yeshev, Rashi's commenting on the word Vayeshev. Yeshev is to settle down. Now somebody says, no, I'm, no, I'm settling down. It's time to settle. Settle down is a terrible word. We don't like the word settle down. Why do you want to settle down? You become old the moment you start settling down. You start becoming old. Bikesh Yaakov, Leishev, Beshalva. Why doesn't it say this? If Sechachon says, why doesn't it say Vayechi Yaakov? And Yaakov lived, as it says elsewhere. Why Vayeshev Yaakov? And it's on that word Vayeshev. And Rabbi Lichtenstein used to say to his Talmudian when he taught that, that posuk and that chazal, Yeridat metach rak The reduction of tension simply leads to greater deterioration, to greater loss. 
That's what a reduction of tension does. We're at our best when there's tension. And yes, we modulate the tension and we watch the, ten the tension. We make sure that it doesn't become stress, but we're at our best when there's a level of tension and we've got to work out what are the things that give us these positive tensions in life because that's the journey of life, life. And when we say to somebody who's traveling, when we say to somebody who's going, Leich l'shalom, it's not going to be b'shalom because you're, you're journeying and journeying is tough. But Leich L'Shalom, may the outcome of your journey be a place of wholeness and, and a place of integration. So with that, Hadran Alachim Eilim, Megalchim, Esalkalach, Esalika, La Maseches, Moed Kotten. We finished Moed Kotten. We have one more Masechta to go in Seder Moed, and then we'll have the wonderful Siyum on, on, Seder, on Seder Moed. This is an important um, uh, Siyum in, in a way for which I, I thank you all, particularly those who are here every morning people in the rest of the world as well, but particularly each of you are here in the morning, because when I'm preparing early in the morning, I'm thinking of your faces. I'm thinking of when I say this, how, what will you look? How will it appear? How will you respond? How will you react? So you're, you're with me from, from very, very, very early in the morning. You're with me as, I'm, as I think through this Gemara. And this is the first Masechta that we have, a recorded Madmonim on every single daf. Uh, the other Masechtas, there's one or two Dapim missing sometimes more than that, but on this Masechta, Baruch Hashem, there is a Matmonim on, with Makoris on every single Dap of the Masechta, so it's an important scene.